Hey everyone, welcome to episode number nine of the Recruitment Intelligence Podcast. An exciting episode today where we introduce our new category, Recruitment Process Intelligence. So Gavin, it's a really exciting time, well actually an exciting weekdays coming up uh, for Solutions Driven. We've got the launch of not one, two, but three different things that we've been working on for the last, uh, last well, it seems like six, seven months now, post-COVID as well. So we've got the launch of our new website this week. We are introducing our new rebrand, which is, looks great. And what we really want to talk about today, though, is we've actually introduced, for the first time here at Solutions Driven, our new category, which we are calling Recruitment Process Intelligence. Um, so for everybody watching or listening, it'd be great if you could just give us a kind of very high-level overview of what Recruitment Process Intelligence means to you. Yeah, no issue at all. I mean, I think first of all, as, as we'll talk through today, Robert, it really summarises who we are as a business. So I think first of all, that's why it really has resonated with us and, and our customers. Um, in simple terms, recruitment process intelligence is a recruitment process with intelligence. And, you know, for, for those that have worked with Solutions Driven as clients, they will know that we are very much focused on providing a process, but also intelligence back to our can candidates and clients. And as a, res a result of that, we talk about guaranteed delivery of the right hire first time and every time. So really to, to summarize RPI, Recruitment Process Intelligence, it's about guaranteeing delivery of the right hire at first time every time for our clients. Great, and I know we'll talk about later on how the benefit of that and how, it, how I, we think clients will be interested in what we've got to say, but if you rewind back probably to January this year, we spoke a lot about when we were looking at where we were gonna take the business and the direction you were telling me a lot about how hiring conversations had changed over the years. There'd been this massive shift taking place. Can you, I suppose, can that be a good backstory to, I think, this, if you could let us know? Yeah, no issue at all. I mean, I think having been in recruitment now for 15, 16 years, I've certainly seen quite a few changes over that period. I think certainly over the last couple of years, um, I picked up on quite a significant change, um, you know, from from our clients primarily. Um, and initially, it probably caught me off guard a bit, but conversations became more about you know, using HR, using talent acquisition, using internal recruitment teams, and less about external agencies. And for me, you know, more and more companies started to, you know, hire themselves, look at more cost-effective solutions. Um, and also by doing it themselves, talent acquisition leaders became better positioned to talk more about the changes, the trends that were impacting the sector. But I think for me, two things weren't changing. One was the views of external recruiters. And secondly, um, how external recruiters were viewed. And, and you know, I understand, I mean, you know, recruitment as a sector doesn't get the best reputation. And, um, you know, there are many recruiters out there that are very much driven on, you know, filling the role, you know, at any cost and, and really as the, as the kind of main, you know, focus. Whereas for me, you know, we were really trying to look at how do we partner better with our customers? How do we become an integrated part of what they're doing? Um, and, you know, therefore, you know, with the growth of, of HR and, and talent teams, we had to start thinking differently. So when I started talking to more HR and TA leaders, um, they still had challenges, you know, so as, as much as they were filling roles themselves, there were still roles, confidential hires, you know, business critical hires, that they couldn't do everything. And, you know, they were, they were clear that um, they still needed a partner for specific roles and specific challenges. Um, but I think what was clear was um, they didn't need help from more and more recruitment companies. They almost needed help from a business that does recruitment. And we talk a lot about not being a recruitment business, but being a business that does recruitment. 
And for us, it was a real light, light, bulb, light bulb moment. You know, we, we, for many years, have, you know, found ourselves interacting differently with clients, you know, trying to provide different things. And at that point, that was really the, the kind of RTI, you know, starting point where we've seen the shift from, you know, lots of agencies, um, you know, moving to internal TA teams, but still a gap where, you know, the, the TA teams were still looking for something different to fill, you know, those critical hires, you know, mm. for ongoing basis. And I suppose in three ways, I mean, I know the answer is because I've seen it on the website, but what was the real problem that you were seeing when you were speaking to clients? What was the real deep down pain points they were suffering from? So I think, I mean, overall, you know, again, recruitment doesn't get a particularly good name for it, but poor fit, you know, I think that, you know, at the end of the recruitment process, clients will either say that candidate is a good candidate or not a good candidate. And, you know, recruiters don't have the best reputation for not only providing the best fit, but also measuring the quality of that fit. So I think poor fit in general is one. And um, I think also what I've called talent transaction. I mean, I think, again, the sector is very much about the here and now um, and less about, you know, long-term partnership. Um, and then the other one, which, again, is a, you know, a bugbear for many clients, is a very short guarantee. So, you know, when, when a candidate starts with an organisation, We'll only guarantee that hire for six weeks, nine weeks, 12 weeks, etc. And, and that, that worries the client because then they're thinking, okay, why, why is this recruiter only, you know, a, you know, guaranteeing this person for a short period of time? I think the other piece for me, and it's probably, you know, one of our key focus areas is, I, th I think the industry in general lacks accountability. You know, I, I think there are not enough recruiters that say, we're going to commit to deliver on this date. We're going to commit by this date the role will be filled. We're going to commit the quality of our shortlist. We're going to commit the guarantee period, et cetera. So for me, you know, solutions driven is all about accountability and committing to the client and candidate what will be achieved along that, along that journey. I think the other piece that really hit in, you know, again, back to the start of the year, Rob, um, for, for quite a few years, we've struggled to really define who we are. You know, and, and we knew that we were different. We had a different approach. We had a different process. We knew that clients were saying, we like what you guys do but we couldn't really articulate, you know, who we are and what we do. And I think, you know, if I look at it, um, you know, from a contingent point of view, we're not a contingent recruiter, you know. So again, I, I post a few weeks ago on LinkedIn that talked about contingent definition is by chance. We're not by chance. So we are much more structured and, and accountable and predictable than a contingent recruiter. So I think we, we ask for more commitment than a contingent recruiter. But then look at retained. Some of our clients are saying, you know, retained is, is, you know, too much handcuffed for too long period of time. We don't, we don't ask for as much commitment as retained. And then if you look at RPO, we're not asking for multiple year commitment in the RPO. So really, when you look at it, then that's where I think RPI really starts to fit in, where we can now clearly define we are not contingent, we are not retained, and we are not RPO. And we are more RPI in the, in the recruitment process intelligence space. Talking about defining RPI then, I suppose, or recruitment process intelligence, there's a blog post which I'm going to link up to for everyone to go and read at the end, which really talks about recruitment process intelligence in detail, the history, what's changed over the years, why, and why we think this is important. So on that blog post, there's four ways that I suppose you could define RPI. Um, be good if I'll let you walk them, walk you through them. So the first one we talk about is saying it's a process. And, you know, we start with that when we speak to candidates, clients, etc. And again, there was a LinkedIn post from ourselves a couple of weeks ago that said recruitment is probably one of the only areas of clients' businesses 
that they don't treat it as tightly from a process point of view as they would any other. So if they're pitching for a new bit of business, they're looking at the milestones, you know, that they're looking at where they need to be at a point in time on that, on that pitch. Whereas from a recruitment point of view, some things that doesn't happen. So we're really passionate about saying recruitment is a process. And our view is, you know, when you define that process, when you measure that process, nine times out of 10, you do better in that process. And we've seen some really good things. I mean, we talk heavily about right first time. So 97% of our hires are filled right first time, meaning from the first shortlist that we send our, our client. Now, for me, that's our most important KPI. If we get that right, clients, candidates, ourselves are happy. How do we get that right? It's a process. You know, we start at the start by saying, what are the things we really need to work through here to make sure we know what candidates we need to be looking for? The other thing is, you know, if, if we look at it, um, and again, it was in a blog a couple of months back, um, that 97% is compared to a 45% industry average, um, where, you know, only half of the time is a higher filled right first time from the, from the first shortlist. So, you know, we look at how we help our clients, you know, work through that process to find the key stages of success. But first and foremost, it's a process. I think the second point for us is, um, it's about results, not promises. I think it's too easy in recruitment to promise a client front end what they want to hear and then back end rationalize why it didn't happen. So for us, we're all about commit and deliver. We were on a client call on Friday and uh, the chap said, you know, the thing that stood out was tenacity and our ability to commit and deliver. And, and really, that's, that's almost flipping traditional recruitment in its head. You know, we will be very accountable. We will say, here's, here's what you will get from solutions driven and when. And, um, you know, we deliver 100% of our shortlists on time. And we deliver them 60% faster than our direct, for example, retained competition. 92% of the candidates that we submit are passive, meaning that we found those candidates. So really, it's, it's much more about, you know, going out and finding the best than only choosing from the ones that you, that you have. The third piece then is, um, and sorry on that, we offer a 12-month guarantee. So for every hire that we make, we offer a 12-month guarantee, which in comparison to an industry standard of three months, is four times more guarantee than you would see in a kind of traditional recruitment model. We then move to the, the third point, we talk about intelligence with a capital I. Um, so really, I mean, the intelligence piece can go through the whole process. So front end, we would be saying, okay, let's do some talent mapping. Let's do some, you know, talent intelligence on, you know, where are the right candidates are, are the right candidates available, what salary they're on, et cetera. Really just to give the client confidence that, you know, we're, we're focusing on the right uh, type of candidate. Then through the process, one of the other key parts we talk about is the six Fs. So when we've got a passive candidate, we're then looking at um, what are the factors that that candidate is going to take into account when they're moving, you know, next role. So we talk about, um, you know, fit, freedom, fulfillment, future, fortune, family. And those are the factors that really are important to a passive candidate. So not only are we finding out what's important to them, we're giving that intelligence back to the hiring team to say, when you speak to candidate X, you do the things that's really important to them as part of their journey. And um, the other piece that now, and, and even over the last six, nine months, um, probably last year, but the last six, nine months specifically, uh, diversity. So we're building in, you know, intelligence on diversity, you know, on, um, you know, the, I guess the background of candidates. Um, we're looking at also the engagement of the brands. We've been able to say for company X, um, you know, how many of the, how many of the candidates in the long list knew the brand, were engaged with the brand, etc. So that's just examples of intelligence that we're providing back to our customers. And then the last one we talk about um, is, is being a silent partner. So, you know, we, we believe that 
the kind of days of external recruiters being the life and soul of the party are gone. You know, I mean, I think that most organisations now, whether it be HR or talent acquisition teams, are saying, what can we do first? And that's understandable from an efficiency cost point of view. But for us, you know, we, we are kind of best placed in a quiet spot. We're usually working in projects that are difficult. We're usually working in projects that are confidential. We're usually working in projects that um, our, our customer is, is that internal talent acquisition team. So really our goal as a, as a business, and we talk about it internally, is what can we do to make our client look good? So we don't need the, the limelight or the praise. We're happy being the silent partner. But our view is that you know, if we can make the client team look good, then that looks good for us you know, in reverse. So that's maybe the kind of four key elements of how we would define uh, RPI. Great. And we didn't touch on about what do you think about us putting pricing on our website? I think it's different. <laughs> uh, we've, had a few, we've had a few comments uh, in the last couple of days. I mean, again, um, you know, recruitment pricing is a kind of you know, black box. You never tell your, your, your client or your competitors how you price. And for us, you know, that's silly. Like, I think gone are the days of, of that kind of thing. So our pricing is very transparent. Um, you know, we're, we're very focused on not charging before work is done. Um, we, we give all our clients a very similar pricing structure. Another thing I like on the on the, the website is the table. You know, very clearly you can see you know where we're different to contingent and retain and what clients get in return, you know, for, for using solutions done. Great. And as a marketing person, what's your thoughts on the on the website, the brand? I'm, I'm asking a, a loaded question here. Yeah, no, I mean you technically it's great, but I, I genuinely do think it's great. I mean, I think that it's fresher looking than the old website and brand. I think that the first time and RPI really summarizes as well. You know, you can actually, I mean, I found myself the last week or so using the website as a sales deck. So when I'm on a call with a client, actually taking them through the website. Um, so really chuffed with it. I mean, I really think it does summarize who we are and what we do uh, really, really well. And what I'll do is, um, I'm going to link in the, the notes uh, back to the blog post that we've written. Um, around introducing recruitment process intelligence for everyone, which will explain everything in a bit more detail. And by chance, everyone will get to see the new website and brand at the same time. So, no, um, that's covered everything, Gavin. Appreciate your time as always, and I'm sure we'll catch up soon. Thanks, Rob. Take care. Have a good one. Cheers. Bye-bye.